I came prepared. Pew! Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. That's a dumb place to keep bowls. I feel stupid now. Um, it's the weed. Get me a bottle of whiskey and a bowl. Look, they look so good. You gonna see that? The most beautiful young people you've ever seen. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh... Your opinion, man. Yes, that just happens to be my opinion. Hey, it's Friday night. You're feeling all right. You know why? Because you're in the bowl with us. It's a special edition of Bowl After Bowl. We like to call them Bowls with Buds. On uh, February 25th, 2022. And I'm with you. I'm Sir Spencer. Wolf, Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us for the first time in the bowl... It's Tunta and Mousy Bear! Woo! Hey, this is Tunta of the Ditch, and we don't like feet around here. Uh-oh. He Sh- doesn't like feet. I think feet are fine. Everybody has them. That's right. Well, most people. Almost everybody has feet. Most people who can walk. Most people have two feet. <laughs> but... As with most things in this weird, freaky world, there are exceptions, of course. But wow! What an intro right off the gate. Shots fired at feet. Tunta, tell us more. I just don't think God likes them. God himself. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. If God loved feet, why'd he put them so close to hell? And so (laughs) far away from heaven? He glued them to the earth, though. If you think about it. Not if you do a headstand. Didn't Jesus watch the feet? Wash the feet? Well, he watched. No. He probably watched him while he washed him. If you think about it, uh, he had his feet washed with nard. <laughs> Wait, what is nard? <laughs> well, you see, back in the day, hookers didn't have Bitcoin, so what they'd have to do is they'd take all their earnings from their street work and they'd convert it into nard in a jar. So one day, a hooker broke her jar of nard over because she was so in love with the Lord that she. Gave Jesus all the nard on his feet because she recognized that feet were the lowliest part of Jesus. Even Jesus had lowly feet, but Damn. even Jesus's feet were superior to everything else in the world. And she gave up her life savings for lowly Jesus feet. Wow. All the nard. See, I, I went to Sunday school and church and all that for years, and I never even knew about the nard let alone all the connections that you're you didn't in. learn about selling your pussy for nard <laughs> you are within the first five minutes dropping the deep knowledge and that's what i appreciate about you tunta that's what i appreciate about you my man um for those joining us for the first time this is what we do every show we talk about nard and jesus feet um, <laughs> it's a podcast about those two uh things specifically and um no bowls with buds is our Ability to kind of have a special show on a on a on a strange night, maybe not regularly occurring. We always do the bowl after bowl show on Tuesdays at nine PM Central after DH Unplug wraps up. But um the Bowls with Buds is a special time where we can uh, get together with our friends, learn a little bit about our buds in the bowl. And this time it's Toonch and Mousy Bear joining us, whom uh Lorraine and I just had the pleasure of meeting in Nashville. That's right. At the big uh the big bad lad meetup. Um, and 
We are, by the way, live now on CurioCaster and other fine apps that support the live tag, which, as far as I know, is just just CurioCaster. So this is a new live son of a bitch. And I'm getting sour faces in the chat uh, for not having a pew. And uh, pew pew. Pretty sure I had a pew. It should be pewing. Pew. There's a there pew. There it is. Pew. So yeah. Um, pew coming through. Your beef is with Helipad, not me. You know this thing is uh. On and armed, so hands up, nerds. Um, nards. <laughs> Can we get a pew, mousy no. bear? Feet up, nards. <laughs> you got to lean into it and give it some lips, like pew, pew. There you go. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Yes. <laughs> we have a winner. Pew. So maybe we should back up and gently lead uh, these poor listeners in to the whole thing. Uh, let's talk first. We usually, when we have new buds in the bowl, kind of describe like how we came to originally meet or how we came upon each other's radar, let's say. And I would say, uh, tune to that. You were first and you kind of just uh, showed up in the chat, like being there for it. So how did you hear about bowl after bowl, man? You want the truth? The whole truth. (laughs) Nothing but the truth. Uh, It was Gator. Uh, I saw a ping on the gaydar. Uh, it was it was a like a little boner shape on the gaydar. No, uh, I started listening to Nick the Rat because I was losing my fucking mind. I uh, found myself isolated and unable to uh, relate to people as I was coming across them. And I and I always like talking to people and getting to know them, but uh, there was no good reciprocation there. And then when I found Nick the Rat, I thought. Oh, whoa, these people are even worse than me. This is great. Uh, Yeah. Well, that makes sense. uh, I mean, I was going to say, like, most people do it in the opposite order. They start listening to Nick the Rat and then lose their minds, but you (laughs) kind of lost your mind and then... I came prepared. Yeah. Just got it out of the way first. That makes sense. Yeah, it was Nick. Nick the Rat was my gateway pod. Gateway pod. Hey, there we go. Look at that. (laughs) Hope you people are happy. Things I do for you. Gee, many Christmas. Well, I will say that uh, this is the first show that Lorian has worked in a penis into the show art. It's true. I saw oh, that. Oh, it was so good. Nelsie, <laughs> did you see it? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We've had booty, we've had titties, but never a penis until now. So there is it, a, there's a dingling in the art. Yeah. Lorian, you did such a great job. I mean, it's, it's tasteful, it's cute. But it's still so much of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as cute as the gummy dicks that Mousy Bear is making, though. Well, you were working with one less dimension. Yes. You're limited by dimensionality. Interesting. So um, so you went to Nick the Rat. Yeah. You, you uh, found some freaks. And, and then how? Then, uh, then what happened from there? I didn't mean to interrupt your flow. Oh, no, there's no flow. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> well, obviously, if you wound up I here at our show. you started at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> uh, well, uh, after Nick the Rat, I started playing Minecraft and listening to the Behind the Schemes. Uh, uh, and then, I don't know. I that's mean, how from, homegrown terrorists are made right there. Uh, <laughs> I came prepared. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to come. Ah, I was already there, and I was like, oh, wow, these are two dudes hanging out, talking about things that I think about that I don't feel like I'm allowed to think out loud. <laughs> uh, and like Lavish said recently, uh, that like they touched some pretty pretty third rail you know, topics. Sure. 
and lavish uh, apparently doesn't fear incarceration. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's okay. You can, it's okay to talk about it. And I remember thinking, I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not a boss to do this. Oh. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Just from hanging out, uh, listening to the Nick of the Rat and behind the schemes, uh, scheme. Jeez, it is a. You guys got to change that name up, I guess. Uh, behind the schemes, I, I I started recognizing everybody, and I got deeper and deeper. And uh, it's crazy how many good people there are in the community at large, and they're all so different. Definitely, mm-hmm. got our own flavors and such. Yeah, and, and you got you know you got your daytime and your nighttime guys too, which uh, oh yeah, which is always fun to have that little the separation. We keep the weirdness late at night, you know, <laughs> for the most part. For the most part, yeah. See, that's that's a difference that we have in our relationship from you guys. Is uh, uh I'm I'm the the nighttime and Mousy is the daytime, but you guys seem like you're just all synced up, and it works for you guys, like you. <laughs> Uh, we have a yin and yang thing. Do you guys have a yin and yang? I'm the loud one that never shuts up. <laughs> and I hold back and let him speak and listen. <laughs> Lorian is like, uh, you ever see Pirate Radio? When it's the, like the one DJ that just like says one or two words yeah. at a time. Oh, yeah. Where like the song will end and then he'll like leave his silence hanging and then he'll just be like, wow. Now. Yeah, you know, and then he launches the next song. <laughs> that, That's that Lorian, is, man. <laughs> That is so true. When we were in Nashville and uh, Spencer, you were lit. I mean, you were turned up. Dude, I had so much energy. That's how I get around like other humans. Uh, not when I was looking at you, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like going on like three o'clock in the morning, uh, you were looking pretty confused. You looked like you thought you were saying things, but you weren't anymore. <laughs> and at one point you went out on the deck and you just left the door swinging wide open and Lorian, with this angelic little smile, looking at her beautiful man, just simply closed the door. Nothing said, but she just took care of business because she was watching you. She keeps my shit together, man. Not a lot of people know, but I think everybody kind of like feels like there's an understanding there. You know, like they're like, oh, this guy. So you get you guys really you have screwed without her, wouldn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, we've got a yin and yang, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, her. She, <laughs> see, she's she's the lady, okay, and then I'm the guy, and that's oh. your yin and your yang. And together I know. We're I, one. This might be surprising to you, but uh, I have a penis, and she has a vagina. <laughs> I know that's controversial these days, but hey, it's <laughs> very controversial. Spencer, I, there's a conversation I think you need to have with my son <laughs> about where babies come from. Oh, great. <laughs> This is my job all of a sudden. Ah, you picked the, <laughs> pick the best guy. Here, talk to this stoner in his basement. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are you guys in a basement, too? Yeah, yep. this is, uh, you know... You, we have so much in common. The only exception to podcasting in basements is that uh, you should maybe pick an attic if you don't have a basement available. Well, uh, we sleep then, in our attic. Oh, then it's taken. Although, hey, you can maybe do a nightcast from there every once in a while, you know. Just keep... Uh, Keep your options open. That's what I say. Wow, so, Mousy okay. Bear, where did you come from? <laughs> I have no idea. From? No idea. Were you dragged kicking and screaming into this thing by Tunta? I don't know. I, I don't usually kick and scream over anything. Okay. Um, 
but I don't really remember where it began. <laughs> it's like you've always been here. Don't, don't I think a lot of us feel that way, you know? There's like there is no before time. We've just kind of uh repressed all of that before time. Yeah. Like before the community, before we became like The only time is the present. And here we are. See? See what I'm talking about? She'll just like sit in the background and then all of a sudden she's just got like some profound shit to drop. And everyone's like, Yeah. Do you think, oh, well, do you think that that's true, that there's only the present? Or do you think, like, um, do you think that the future is already there? Yeah, the eternal now, let's say, where um, if if you had to say this is the present, then you have to define a point in time. And so how wide is the point? Well, yeah, if, you but- pick, if you pick a point, it has to have a width, or it has to zoom back into the past pretty much immediately, one of the two. So the present is ever changing and ever moving, or the present is always. Well, the present would represent a moment, but the question is, are we unwilling passengers along an axis of time, just traveling at like a constant perpetual rate as, as matter, or is the future there with or without us? Like, is, is it another like permanent di- in fixed dimension, like X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cotton Gin knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. He probably has the answer. It's like fucking if, tell a, us. if a tree falls in space and space is in a vacuum and there's a big crowd around, does it still not make a sound? Because it's space. Like, you can't do it. <laughs> okay. Know. That's what I uh, uh, th- This is a serious question for me. Okay. Uh, so, like, it when you see... Um, like marble, you know how marble, like the marble pattern. Okay. That represents time. Like you can see the flow of that over time in the marble. Was it always going to be the pattern that developed, that marble pattern that developed? Or is that always, are we always in a state of to be determined? But you already said every all is now. I guess you already answered that. Yeah, question. that's how I still feel. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think like uh, we have our limited human understanding of it and like a human piece carved out from it. But I just get the feeling that uh, these things are vessels for us. You know, I mean, oh, I, I, I so agree. The body, it changes and it morphs and you get older and you get whatever. But you like you don't feel different. You have a birthday. You don't feel different. You're like you're this entity inside of that thing. And like your body can let you down or your body can get old or whatever. You can work your body out and make it work for you. But bro, I've seen you on the playground. You feel different with every birthday. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, man. (laughs) Those monkey bars got you. I'm like an orangutan, man. (laughs) After you, after you hung from the monkey bars, I got upper body strength. (laughs) (laughs) This is nonsense. I'm quitting the show. All right, well, I guess kidding. it's just us. I'm oh. just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm very strong. I had strong. to shut the door. I'm a strong, I'm very strong, <laughs> a very strong man. You get different kinds of uh, muscle groups you're working when you're just like picking kids up and throwing them against walls, right? Yeah, that's how you know when they're done, like spaghetti, right? <laughs> it's like uh, there's a certain strength there that doesn't really translate into anything that looks great or anything that can make you... I don't know, be able to do the monkey bars, let's say, or other things. Uh, do you guys do throw your spaghetti at the wall to see if it's done? No, I eat it with my mouth to see if Does it's done. Does anybody 
Is that a thing? I've heard of it, but I, I, I read it in a book. Ew. And then I tried it a while back and I thought, what the hell is the point of this? If you throw it hard enough, it sticks. Yeah, I mean Even if, if it's, it's wet. Not cooked? Well, if it's it, still uh if it's still anybody in hard, the chat room check their pasta see if it's done by throwing against the wall. There's nobody in the chat. Those are all just bots we wrote to make oh. us less lonely. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wasn't gonna tell anybody, but <sighs> I just wait. I met me some of those. <laughs> I met some of those people. Did you build them into people? They're doppelgangers. No, we paid a couple of homeless guys to hang out with us and say that they were the people in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's best fifteen bucks I ever spent, but fifteen uh, bucks. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If the money doesn't show, yo me, yo me, yo. My drunken love. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I think I want to know you, know ya. Jungle love. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Whoop, whoop. Oh, sorry. I thought you said juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! <laughs> this is not the Net Ned show with juggalos. Net Ned. Net Ned would make a great juggalo. Do you think he has ever, like, got into <laughs> juggalo makeup? Oh my gosh. Uh, do you think that there are any NPR juggalo hosts? There's got to be at least none, right? This is NPR Net Ned. <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> From <laughs> Sunny Lodi. Um, or wait, no, Lodi's California. It's Novi. This is Detroit. My bad. Juggalo. Um, since we don't typically do a, like, a hard donor segment on Bowls with Buds, I just wanted to keep us updated on the feedback from helipad and the boosts coming in from the live boosts uh things like c-dub saying itm thank you for your courage thank god it's friday little girl yay just a whole bunch of acronyms but he forgot bbq that would have been a great ender for me well i wanted to start off with cotton gin though and his uh turkey oh it was my the first god. turkey yeah well we'll, ta- we'll talk about oh, that okay. again on tuesday but yes for sure you're correct cotton gin actually made bull after bull history and the post show last Tuesday uh, by boosting us a turkey, which is 10, 10, 10 sats or 101,000. 10 sats. And 10. Yeah. 101,000 10 sats. And that gives you this little cute uh, bowling emoji when it comes through too. And those guys are just killing it, man. Like all these bots they're writing and uh, all the ones and zeros spamming in chat and all the kinds of stuff they do. It's just like, it's so incredible. Um, Metis gave a foot foot boost foot boost kick off those Sunday shoes. Okay, I got you. Foot boost, foot boost, kick off the sun. So that's a pro foot. That's a pro foot boost. But uh, for a hundred for one 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 one. God, I just number dyslexic. A thousand one hundred eleven sets. Uh, then Cotton Gin with fifty eighty six. He says feet minus minus. So there's an anti foot. Uh oh. So Tunta, he's with you on the foot thing. Yeah, shout out to Cotton Gin and his three cats, especially the big orange one. Big orange. We're rooting for you, big orange. Big red. 1369 from Booberry, who says Nard Chain. So he's been Nard pilled, obviously. Uh, boosting 8888, one Nard for Bulls with Buds <laughs> from Abel Kirby. So the value of one Nard is uh, 8888, just wow. for those of you keeping tally at home. It's really depreciated since 2,000 years ago. I know. I mean, you gotta you gotta imagine though the deflationary effect of uh, all of this nard that's been created. Uh, you know, so actually, it was pretty wise when she broke that nard for Jesus. Yeah, I mean, she's that's just good economics. She Correct. got eternal life. 
and it's a practically worthless commodity. So. Right. That's right. Not that your donation was worthless. No. No, of course not. I mean, it's a full nard. And then uh, Cold Acid, of course, he says, we're all coming to bowl after bowl. 69! 69, dudes! I'm gonna come! That was with uh, 69, 69 sets. Thank you, guys. And uh, I'll let you know if anybody weighs in on important issues uh, of our time, such as nard and feet and coming in the bowl. Which goes without saying, we're always coming here in the bowl. Even when we're going. Um, Yeah, so I, I really am interested in the origin story of how these... Gummy wieners came to be, <laughs> and how it was like just like bowl after bowl. They were like, This is what actually happened from my end. Let me tell the listeners what happened from my end was uh, <laughs> you guys had messaged me privately on, on Noogen Social, and you were like, Hey, we were thinking about making custom gummies for you, and we've done it for behind the schemes. And for you, we want to make custom gummies, we think it'd be great to make. Weed leaves and and penises. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's cool. Maybe some sorry titties, about some, that. Some by titties the way. too. And then um, we get the gummies, and it's all penises. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there was a I didn't get a weed leaf or a maple leaf or just penis, <laughs> just the ding dong. So I was interested, like, in what what's the origin story of the of the penis gummy. Uh, I think that Mousy was just so taken with the penises that she just kept making them. <laughs> I came down was. to the basement. She was making them. I went back up. She was still making them. In fact, at one point, I caught her in the kitchen just waving one, giggling. <laughs> that was a big thing. Uh, uh, I did make leaves. Sweet. You just didn't give them out, and so I sent them all to Nicorette. Uh, yeah, Nick, Nick got all of your weed leaves. Yeah, well, he better Sorry. have given you a lot of triangles for them at least. <laughs> Did he give you some triangles in in exchange? Nick's change. <laughs> Nick hoards triangles, but if you have a good enough product, he'll pay you for, in triangles for them. Uh, what do you mean by triangles? Like just, does tri- he just triangles. collect triangles that wash down into the sewer. It's a known currency in the sewer. Some triangles. It's hard for uh, Nick to part with his triangles, but you got to either get a job as a scientist or, you know, uh, there's other ways. I won't mention them here because we have an agreement, but yeah, <laughs> triangles. I'm just saying you should, if you bring him more leaves, like just, you've given him a taste, right? So now he has a taste. So the next time you go, just say, uh, didn't tell him I sent you and tell him I told you to say, hey, we need, we're going to need some triangles for future shipments. That's all I'm saying. Just you got to advocate for yourself, because otherwise you're just getting taken advantage of, you know. Yeah, you know, rats are like one of those friendly animals in the animal kingdom that are still animals. Like, like crows are like that, you know. Like you can make friends with a crow or a rat. But you got to be real fucking careful. They might be bringing you triangles one minute, and they might be clawing your eyes out the next. Oh, is a triangle a piece of cheese? Oh. Is it supposed to be cheese? It's uh, it's <laughs> it's it's triangles. Cheese is. I don't think you I like wedges. Yeah, it, I bet it could be cheesed. You can make an arrangement. I'm sure. I'm sure. You probably have to I'm call make- ahead though, because that takes time to prepare. Like I can't make promises. This is the thing. Now you're gonna be back in a triangular corner here. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm uh, happy to say there could be cheese involved, but then that means that I'm making promises. Maybe Nick can't cash. All I know uh, is he's got the triangles. What they asked, are, 
Now that's a different story. That's a different story altogether. You're asking about the the gummies, and and really it was just as usual. Uh, my maniac brain came up with the idea, and Mousy actually did something about it. Nice. Yeah. So you the ideas guy, and then she's the uh, executor. Yeah. I got the juice. She got the squeeze. Nice. Is that like a lemony squeeze or more of like a tangerine? I don't know. Are they any different? Certainly. Oh, yeah. You could tell blindfolded <laughs> between a lemon and a tangerine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's all right. I'll let you think about it. I did hear <laughs> that uh, the pot father might have eaten some moldy gummies. Is that uh, is that the same gummies? Oh, my gosh. That's karma he- for not going to Nashville. <laughs> what is that adam yeah yep. um, yeah yeah he could have uh. gotten some fresh gummies straight out of your hands in nashville no <laughs> what well that's because he left he left them in his p.o box for who knows how long oh, he had no. covid well yeah, I mean, they would have arrested him if he tried to get his gummies that's how they get you <laughs> he wanted to you know he wanted he, to get them and we fought hard he said they still tasted really good though <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no way. Hey man, yeah. it's just a little penicillin, you know, essentially. <laughs> oh, protein, right? Yeah. That's how you make them cheesed. <laughs> he's used to uh he's used to getting really jacked up on some gummies, so he had to make sure, you know. He thought, "Ah, oh, fuck, maybe they're better this way." <laughs> and since we haven't tried them that way, we don't know either, do we? <laughs> nice juice, nice squeeze says Lavish for 9999. And then uh, Net Ned sent us a thirty three thirty three Jesus foot boost. I think we're hitting all of the bowlers' favorite topics tonight: juice, squeezing feet, Jesus, Ugh. and some you know some things that they love to hate. For instance, feet maybe. Feet, it's, it's so polarizing. It is polarizing. I'm like one of the only guys who's just like all right with feet, like feet neutral. Feet <laughs> are just all right with me. But what about toilet paper? In the orientation and toilet paper in the bathroom. Oh, you got to have it over, like in the uh-huh. front, not in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. I'm I'm TP neutral. I'm TP <laughs> neutral too. It. Yeah. It I don't even matter. pay attention. <laughs> if it's backwards, I don't really care. I just like it's just confusing. I'm like, well, who set it up that way? But I just shrug and wipe my ass, you know. Backwards. I also don't really wipe my ass with toilet paper hardly ever. I'm a wipes man. I like the wet wipes, you know. Gets it real mm. clean. Uh, why don't you uh, get one of those butt jets? What a are bidet. They called? A I, bidet. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. into the, open to that. I've never I've been actually asking for one since before <laughs> we were married. <laughs> I've never tried. You'll a bidet. never get her out of the bathroom if you get her one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> why does this bidet keep getting slid forward? What's the fucking? <laughs> why is our water bill so sky high? <laughs> We'll just have to stop showering because of the bidet. You shower with the bidet. There you go. Lean over the pot. Or if uh, just get an extra long hose so you take it in the shower with you. That just I guess seems that's like just work. a shower head. Yeah, that just seems uh, like work. Well, so if you can do it that way, why can't you take the shower head uh, to the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, this is this is the economics I'm wondering about right there. Yeah, yeah. Or just hop in the, the shower. shower. <laughs> Poop in the shower. No way, because then you gotta yeah, you mash it. Gonna go. You gotta mash it into the drain holes and all that. No. Cut Waffle stop says C <laughs> Waffle stop. Now that's spoken with a man like a man with experience right there. Now I'm concerned. Now I have grave concerns. 
Uh, can I tell oh, you a, a, a veteran story? Oh, absolutely. Um, so living facilities are typically like uh, storage containers, like off of ships, and they just you know cut them and everything. How you know slap an AC on there that may or may not work, put it in a bed in, in Iraq, I should say, and then your lavatory, same thing. It's just a shipping container, uh, and a lot of it's like gravity fed and all that, and they don't drain all that well. And the thing is that after the satanocrats have kept a country occupied for eight years and you're there with all your buddies, they don't drain at all after a certain point. They just don't drain. And you all take a shower at the same time. And if you're not the first one in there and you've got three dudes ahead of you and you know them, you know who they are. By the time you get in there, they really miss their wife while they were in that shower. So we called that jellyfish. Jellyfish. It was semen. It was semen in the water. I see. I'll give you a reason to shave your feet, you know? See, now it's all coming together <laughs> That's why for me. you don't like feet. Exactly. Mm. I'm understanding <laughs> now. We've, we've come to a spot of understanding. Jellyfish ruined feet for you Yeah, I can't look Iraq. at feet without seeing them covered in... <laughs> I consider it oh, an invasion. <laughs> it's horrible. So... Um, and I think it's worse that I knew the guys. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe it's worse. Is it worse if you know the guys? If there's certain guys, maybe. I don't know. Well, then you have to go eat with them. Yeah. You know? Dude, I saw your jellyfish. <laughs> Do you just but like maybe... kick the water so it splashes like away from you? Or how does that, how is that? It doesn't work that way. No? You're just. Uh... It's a magnet? You're just. Uh, yeah. You're just jizzfoot whether you like it or not? Yeah. Uh, so you just have to pretend you don't like it? Is that the deal? Yeah, semen in shower water like that is like a heat-seeking missile for feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no sitting down, I guess, in that shower, that's for sure. That's for sure. So how did you get? Uh, how'd you wind up in Iraq? I know a lot of people go uh, for a lot of different reasons. To, Business or to pleasure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was business for me. Business, all business, all business. Get that check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just hanging out. Uh, didn't see a whole lot going on, and this guy came around and was like, "Hey, man, you want to get your college paid for? Mm. No strings attached." <laughs> right. Now I enlisted when I was seventeen. Whoa. Aww. Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up, isn't it? It is a little bit fucked up. Yeah. Just, when just you a put it, baby that boy. Baby. Yep. Yeah. Like, you don't know what you're getting into. No, I was so... Like, I enlisted in college when I was 18, and that was already fucked up enough, and they I didn't know what I was getting into. But You like, enlisted a military, into college? Like, military? Yeah. That's just a whole next level I think they're both commitment. fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I was... they'll both ruin you, but in different ways. Only, I think military can also make you stronger and give you at least some, like, discipline. College ruins you, and softens you at the same time which is just like gross you know i don't know do you do you feel like uh uh on positive and negative like net what did you come out in your experience i mean i've met people with like a lot of different opinions who've who are ex-military uh i i hated the shit that i saw over there man and i don't mean like like we've got some like bona fide like rambo ass like hero people around the community and i don't mean to 
do the stolen valor thing, but just like the, the consequent, the wages of our sins, man. Like yeah. the, the things that were, there's a 70% unemployment rate in Mosul when I was there. And what the fuck do you think they're going to do? If somebody comes around and says, Hey, here's 20 bucks. You feed your family. All you have to do is dig a hole. They go to another person. And they say, Hey, here's 20 bucks. All you have to do is put this box in the hole. And that's how they do that. It's, it's actually a decentralized model over there. They actually figured <laughs> some shit out. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Well, but, hey, I mean, there's that. But I brought everything back that I went there with. And when I came back, Mousy Bear married me. So No, nice. I married you before you went over there. No, you married me after, and then I went over again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're both right. right, technically. Yeah. <laughs> So how's that? Uh, how's that work out? You told me that you uh, met Mousy Bear at a wicked young age, yeah. Yeah. On the on the on the winter lines, right? On 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 the web. Yeah. On the internets. Yeah. How did that all go down? I love a good origin yeah, story. I want to hear the origin story. <laughs> uh, Mousy Bear, you. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm not a good storyteller. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we were like 12 and 13 or so, and we met in a chat room. What? And we stayed friends, had lives separately, and after I had joined the military, uh, basically I, I was traveling all over the place while we were both traveling. The, this Mousy got into a Greyhound. Wait, no, no, no. What, the first time you came out, your car didn't even have headlights, and you were going to drive from Pennsylvania to Kansas. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and she made it to Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Almost there. Yeah. <laughs> and then Almost she there. took a Greyhound to come out to Kansas and see me. And then when she got to the Greyhound station, she called me and I slept through the phone call. Oh, <laughs> how a couple dare times. you? Like all of the time she called. Wow. <laughs> and finally a friend called and was like, Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so she came all the way out to Kansas to to see me in a fucking motel, and I left her abandoned at the Greyhound station. Oh my goodness gracious, man! Kansas. For a while. So were you living at Kansas, or uh, I was there for military purposes? Military. I yeah. was stationed uh, out past yonder. Is that out at uh, what do they call it? Leavenworth? Junction City. Oh, Junction City. Okay. That's way out there. First ID. <laughs> that's way out there. Well, that's very cool. So, met in a chat room. See? See trolls in the chat? There's hope for you guys yet. Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah. I think so, but I, I always wonder, because it was so different back then. For one, we were children. <laughs> sure. And for two, the, now, the online dating game seems pretty whack. But I don't know. I guess the in-person dating game is just as whack. It's all whack, man. You got to dodge. It's all whack. You got to dodge major bullets in society, like, no matter what. Whack bullets. <laughs> wacky bullets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ned, Ned just murdered me in the chat. He just said, one day will I fuck feet, too? <laughs> You will fuck many feet, my son. Hey, do you think Net Ned paints little juggalo makeup on his lover's toenails? <laughs> <laughs> I think he will now that he's heard that idea. Yeah. 
Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Wow. So, um, did you ever, did you, did she, Mousy, did you stay there until you saw him or did you like go back without even seeing him? Oh, well, I was uh, fully prepared to spend however many days I had to wait for the Greyhound to take me back. Nice. So I just, I sat there. It was like a combination bus stop slash um, gas station sort of weird place. (laughs) And I tried to camp out and just like sit there. And then they kicked me out, (laughs) told me I couldn't stay in there. So I just went outside. Damn. Uh, and eventually a taxi came and said that somebody called and told me, told them to come pick me up. (laughs) I didn't even get in the taxi to come. No, you weren't in the taxi. You sent a taxi and the taxi, I just was like, well, I can sit here or I can get into this weird taxi cab and trust this weird guy. (laughs) Man, I I guess I didn't want to pay the fare for them to come to the motel and then there. Wow. Wow. In my memory, I did come, but, uh. Well, I'll take your word for it. No, Sorry. you didn't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> wow. So what's, uh, what kind of chat room? The, the Clever chat. Clever chat. I've never heard of clever chat. Because it's ancient. That's interesting. <laughs> when I was first trolling chats, it was pogo.com where you can like play these really dumb online games. And there was like, I used to play cribbage a lot on pogo.com. Because my family is a bunch of cribbage heads. And that was like one of the only places I knew where you could play cribbage online with other people. And they also had this game called Pop It where you're popping balloon colors or whatever. It's just dumbass games, right? But they always had chats. And they had little community chats. And so I'd always pretend like I was like 26, I think I always used to say. 26. 26. And uh, I was like 11 and 12 and 13 and would do this shit. And I would just like slash me like the actions and flirt with other people who were probably lying about who and what they were to uh, stay up all night doing that. I would like, sneak out of bed and do that at night. Yeah. ASL? In the chat. ASL? ASL? Yeah. M26. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if I used to say real L or not. Probably did. I'm a fucking retard. <laughs> Want a cyber? <laughs> I don't have a webcam. I'm so sorry. I don't have a webcam. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Lauren, you ever get on, on those? Yeah, chats? what kind of trouble do you get into on the um, chats, Lauren? I um, I lived with my great grandparents, and they didn't have the internet. So what? I, I didn't have cable TV or the internet. Um, so I didn't start playing around online until high school, when I'd go see my grandparents on the weekend, and then I just played like Neopets and <laughs> Gaia online, and I talked to people on there, and that was it. What was your main pet? Oh, boy, I don't even remember the names anymore. It was like a wolfy looking thing. And then the red wow. dragon. Lupe or Loop? Loop, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I never played. This guy doesn't even know <laughs> what, the, what the fuck a Neopet is. Listen to him. He's like, Neopets? What the fuck is that? So Lupe, oh. though, he's the best, right? I did get in trouble, though, because I joined a J-Rock forum called Batsu. And so we we'd like talk about the... You know, J-Rock, Japanese rock that I was into at the time. And I was like, wow, there's people in America that also like this. And I started giving my phone number out. And I didn't have a cell phone. I just had the home phone. So then I had people from all over, like, calling at all times of night. And I would be like, it's okay. It's (laughs) my my friend. And then my grandparents and great-grandparents would be like, who? 
who? Where did you meet this person? I'm like, yeah, we've been talking online. You gave them our phone number? It's Makakagitsu. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. I, but my very first time on a chat room, I was definitely like inappropriately young, and we didn't have a computer or internet at the house, but they got them at the library, and it was a big deal. And I didn't even know what I was doing. The chat room was just, as far as I was concerned, that was the computer. And I remember somebody asking where I was and where I was from. And I told them exactly the village out that I was outside of. And there's like, I grew up outside of a village on a farm. There's not that many people. So I, I basically gave them a, a pinpoint location, the drone strike before drones. Very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Ahead of your time. I like and it. I also, this just came to me. I remember real early on, uh, Malsey developed young and one of the first things I remember is her telling me that she had a C cup and I had no frame of reference, but I was like, wow, that's almost like a D she's got some big titties. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Way back when. <laughs> that was before kids. Or could it be her massive stripper titties? <laughs> uh, Lorian, I would like to ask you. Yes. Uh, where'd your boobs come from? <laughs> from God. Yeah, God. It, were you from God it, in the third grade? Yeah. <laughs> was it early for you? Yep. Yeah. I got my period when I was eight. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, I was in a C cup in third grade and I'll never forget gym class. I was like changing into a shirt or something. And this girl said, hey, everyone, look, Lorian wears a bra. Ha ha. And I was like, what? is that something to be embarrassed about? Like, <laughs> Jealous bitches. Yeah, it was weird. Was that? Just like skip the training you, bras. Who's laughing now? Huh? Was it like that for you? Like what? Like, what? were you so, like, early in the curve that the other girls, like, made fun of you or... No. No, there were others? No. I, I think I was, like, on the early side of the spectrum, but not weirdly eight, eight, early. Eight's super early, isn't it? Eight seems young to me. Yeah. I was 11. Yeah. And that's still young. Jeez. It hit, man... I think this Sucks. is supposed to happen around, what, like 13, 14? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I was the youngest of my sisters, but... I see, Malsey grew up drinking that Camp David water. <laughs> Blue Douche was 10 when he got his period, just so you know. <laughs> he wants everyone to know. You poor thing. All the girls made fun of him, very hardly. <laughs> it was extreme. He still hasn't recovered, in fact. It's like why he is how he is, so just be gentle. And still doesn't know which bathroom to have his period in. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. That's that's how I can yeah. tell you. Where's know. the one with a big old dingle dinger and a bloody spot under it? That one's mine. <laughs> the big old dingle dinger. <laughs> dinkle dinger. This man oh. just said dinkle dinger on my show. That's enough. What are we going to do about this? Oh, my goodness. You had a list of questions, and I'm like, well, I, I, I want wait, to ask some of them. I had a list of questions. No, I didn't you, point to you. You already started asking some of them, Spence, which is great. Okay. Because, of just, course, I... I don't want to keep... Because you is, told me, like... I told you like, all... I have all these questions. I was like, I want to like, know this, and I want to know this, and I want to know this the other night. Yeah. So I figured you would, uh, you know... There's these points someone, but, There's these points naturally throughout the night, you know, where... I burn show material. <laughs> well, no, where like there's like laughter and a nice little like pause, and everybody collects and like gets real comfortable, and there's a little bit of silence, and that's your key. That's the cue. Yeah, well, right, right there. Then like run through that gap, boom. I want to know 
Ooh. the origin of the Massey Bear Wellness Gummies. Like, did you come up with the recipe on your own? Is this like some old family recipe? Oh, no, it's all me. <laughs> Hell yeah. It, it is. Yeah, it's all me. Um, So, but I guess it really, where it started was like five, six years ago um, when I started our son on elderberry gummies, just bought conventionally. Um, so I spent, you know, years just buying them off the Amazon and stuff. Um, but... I mean, they're they're like the tiniest little bit elderberry and all the rest, just like beeswax and tapioca syrup. Mm. <laughs> so, um, but I bought them because they were convenient, basically. And um, I don't know, was it like August or September when I made our first batch? Yeah, I think so. Um, I just decided, you know what? There's no reason why I can't make elderberry syrup. It's not... I mean, I make stuff that's way harder than that all the time Um, because I'm into, like, canning and stuff like that. So um, I just went ahead and made a batch and canned it, and um, that's where it started. And I was like, well, I don't know why. I'm. There's no reason why I can't do this. Let's do this. That's badass. (laughs) And I guess that's where it started. And she did everything on her own. Like, it started out as, like, I was going to help her with a website and do this and that. Uh, and I, I work and I didn't, <laughs> didn't help her at all. And she figured out and she didn't come into it with like a, like much of like any sort of like technical literacy at all. I mean, she was, I'm completely illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she's like taught herself all of the stuff in short order. That's cool. And, I mean, the website, we should mention mousybear.com, M-O-U-S-E-Y-B-E-A-R, in case you don't know how to spell, mousybear.com. <laughs> uh, it looks great. You got testimonials. Yeah, you got... beautiful pictures, product photos. I love oh, seeing all the you. different shapes of the gummies, although I am partial to the penis gummies. <laughs> yeah, I was clicking all over the place. I couldn't find a single penis on your website. What's up with that? There's no penis. Yeah, that's that's kept on the DL. Okay. Well, I know a lot of people in the bowl chat really love munching on gummy penis, and they're interested in how they can order it if it's not on your website. Oh, well, um, when you go to your cart and you go to checkout, there's um, a special little box where you can request a gummy shape. And I list, you know, like the not naughty gummy, gummy shapes on there as your options. But, you know, if you're okay. aware... Of the, the special ones. So the, you can go ahead and the leaves and the dogs. Put in whatever. Yeah, if I have a mold for it, anyways. Nice. Yeah. Are there other secret shapes that aren't listed on your website? Um, I do have some shapes that I haven't, you know, like released yet. Um, and Ooh. of course, there's there's the ones that um I did for the behind the schemes, um. And uh, I've got some that I'm going to release for Easter and springtime. So I'm kind of holding off a little bit longer for those. Um, I've got some that I'm holding on for my next uh, variety, which is going to be CBD. Cool. That'll be awesome. So, yeah, I've got a lot of new and upcoming things. I do have triangles. I've got pyramids and triangles. Ooh, see, now you could really take the sewer over with that. 
<laughs> you can choose triangles and pyramids. You're going to send Nick into a frenzy. If you take <laughs> the triangles and the pyramids and a jar of mayo, you can have your way with Nick the Rat. I, you didn't hear that from me, but I'm just saying that's just a little tidbit. Uh, Net Ned. 3333 boost with the link, a hyperlink. I love this technology. See, someone can boost it in. It's in the chat. You can click on his boostagram and go right to mousybear.com. Yes. Uh, How cool is this shit? God, uh. this is awesome. This is a hell of a time to be alive, my friends. <laughs> the internet. It brought us together. It made a marriage. And now it's linking. It's linking to some gummies. Delicious gummies. Nutritious gummies. Delicious and nutritious. Is Net Ned expecting me to go suck his jugatoes now? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. You can't suck yes. me. Yeah, you're not allowed to suck. So how many iterations have the gummies been through? Like is this uh your original recipe or did you have to tweak it a bunch along the way? Oh yeah. Um so it's it's my recipe. Like for the elderberry um one, I kind of like I sourced an elderberry syrup recipe, but then tweaked it to make it my own. And then, um, then you know, I took the syrup to make it into the gummy. And then, so the same goes with that. Um, so, I don't know. It took, you know, a couple weeks for each variation to figure out what I like, what I don't like, if I want a little more of something or less of something. and um, But, yeah, they're all... 100% me. That's very cool. Do the kids yeah. help you? Yeah, they do. They do. They like to help. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And so I'm interested too in this this uh, shipping method that you have because they come in this nice little bubble wrapped uh, package and it's yeah. like foiled. So it's like, uh, I don't know what you call that. It's like temperature, uh, I don't know. They're, they're thermal. There you go. Like a thermal mm -hmm. envelope. Yeah, and then it's got like this little cool pack. What's up with those things? I thought it was like dry ice at first. Yeah, um, I guess they're supposed to be dry ice. I think that's what it says on their packaging. But um, they come to me um, completely deflated and dry, uh, and like they're just tiny little packets with like this powdery stuff inside. And to activate it, I put it in water and it swells up. Oh, okay. And then put it in the freezer and it turns into your cold pack. And those are reusable. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And uh, what is the recommended uh, shelf life on them? Like if I just get some in the mail and then I'm keeping them in my fridge? I would say 14 days if you keep them in the fridge. Um, but... I mean, they I never. Mean, we've never, we've never had any mold. I was just about to say, like, well, they don't last that long around here. They yeah, don't they don't last that long around here. They gobble either. them all down. <laughs> but I have done a few experiments. I've, you know, like Pew! purposely set some aside to see, you know, what happens to them if they're just left. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure how long, because stupid me, I never actually date them, but uh. Seems like forever. You just lead them on? Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of that in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't keep them in the refrigerator, then they really do not last very long at all. Yeah, uh, we had one pack where it was in the trunk. And it's like they uh, they get kind of slimy almost or something. They get like, they flatten a bit. Yeah. But they're still delicious somehow. 
Yeah. I could tell you that. The balls just kind of, they deflate. <laughs> the little uh, cock and balls there. Uh, Cotton Gin sent 3369, dude, saying that's really cool. And he uh, stylized the cool with a little underline, which you can do in IRC by adding underscores to each side of the word. Very cool. Playing with formatting. Look at them guys. Look at them guys. Ooh, now I'm seeing a link in the chat to a bourbon cocktail made yeah. from elderberry Ooh. syrup. See, Lavish is just a, he's a very cultured guy. Look at that. <laughs> Mousy, pull that shit up. Man, look I'll at that. He's got the little little slice, the little slice of citrus up there, and then a smaller slice of citrus. This man's a culinary expert. It uh, runs in the family. Runs in the family. So, I gotta say, uh, when we when we met in Nashville, you were sort of it. It was one of the later decisions, right? What What was the tipping point that made you say, "Fuck it, we have to go to Nashville." I don't know. Why did we say that? Oh, I, I knew I had to go. Uh, uh, okay, so I, I have a bad habit of uh, deciding things and thinking things in my head and not actually communicating it to anybody. I just expect Mousy Bear to telepathically hear my thoughts. Yes, all the time. So, I mean, I knew months ago, and <laughs> I didn't think to actually tell her and inform her that we were doing that until, like, close to go time. Oh. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah, no, I heard you uh, guys talking about it months ago, and knew that I was going to go. Nice. So you just always had it in your head, but yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Is that a strategy, like a defense strategy of like if you don't say it until the last minute, there's like less resistance? Or I mean, Mouse, you've already said that there's just no resistance anyway, right? Yeah, I, just, I don't. You're just always down. Yeah, for for the most part. That's how Lorian is. Like we're just always down. Yep. Yeah. Ride or die. It's like an idea, and then like, all right, bet. It's going down. Now, Toontip, some people know this, but not a lot of people know. You are a really great guitarist and vocalist, man. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that so much. You are, like, incredible. (laughs) In fact, uh, a man whose musical opinion I respect quite highly, uh, you might have heard of him. His name's Abel Kirby. And he was telling me earlier, like, He's very impressed with your guitaring and, and vocals and uh, that you're a guy that could be signed easily. And uh, I've been guitaring for a while. When you were playing out in Nashville, it was just you and uh, um, I didn't catch her name who was playing with you. That was, uh, I think she's okay with her name, uh, Mary Beth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you guys were trading songs off kind of after that, uh, after that live stream ended. And man, there was just some beautiful shit going down it was like Uh, she's got a good voice man you guys were both killing it and it was just like the vibe you were vibing back and forth and so the energy was like real balanced even like the direction of because you guys were sitting on like couches that were opposite one another so like the trip the sound would be projected one way and the sound would be projected the other way and i was just like in the next room kind of helping minimally uh, Booberry tear his stuff down, but mostly just watching and dazed off and like staring into space, just taking it all in, man. That was just such a. There's not that many, you know, wild and magical points in time and space, especially these days in my life, you know. Uh, yeah. In that sense, in that, that community, community and friends sense, you know. Yeah, that was nice, and uh, I could. We were like on the same wavelength where. 
I would play something and she would play something that was like similar to that. Uh, but you know, filtered through the lens of her life and experience. And then from that, I would take it the, the next, just, it was, it was a real conversation with our songs. And I also kind of liked that nobody made a big deal out of it. Like I felt like we were fucking knocking it out of the park. Like she, she her voice was on point. I f- felt like for the most part I was doing okay. Um, I think, Dude, come yeah, on! That you were and, doing okay. You were both uh, crushing. You were both crushing, and uh, but, it, but for, for it, me, it didn't I was like the whole thing, though. You know what I mean? Like everybody was correct. still doing yep. their thing, and I love that we were part of the environment. Everybody was just part of it together. It felt honestly, it felt like being snuck into a legitimate concert where you were like there for free because your buddies like new people. Yeah, it was it was that quality easily. Could have been, you know, a show, show quality. You guys are both like excellent musicians. Uh, I just, I, I don't know what I else to say. Like I've, I've ran well, out of words because I was caught back up in that moment, like just hearing yeah. it again. You know, it was um, nice. That that night was very good. And I've invited her uh, if she brings the bus around to uh, stop by my place. Now that I have my microphones and stuff, just so I mean, she, I'm, she can probably find better people than me to press record and and get takes, but. It's here if she wants it. Tight. So do you have any plans or uh, inklings to make recordings, lay some stuff down in the in the near to, uh, I don't know, in the future? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, I finally, I've had a lot of this equipment and shit and just haven't gotten around to it. Um, getting like proper recordings. Almost everything was like through a desktop microphone yeah. or through my phone or something like that. And uh, I, I want to get, proper recordings and uh i also like am just now finally like i've played by myself for so long i'm just now like kind of conforming and figuring out how music is supposed to work (laughs) (laughs) well there's also Uh, a certain level of rules that are meant to be broken but there's also you have to i guess speak some sort of similar language when you're playing with other people and i'm just now learning that yeah but i did uh, last night, record some music for uh, Mousy Bear's videos. Oh, which, uh, cool. By the way, I guess, Mousy Bear, would you like to mention that you uh, just set up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, as of today, um, we've got a channel on noagendatube.com. Um, All right. Yeah, so the channel is called Mousy Bear's Homestead, and we have our first um, video uploaded. So if you want to watch us, um, me and the kids... Plant some pepper seeds and watch that video. Boom, subscribed. Nice, nice. We uh, have some friends in Joplin, Rick and Charlene Brandon, who also do a homestead channel on there. Um, yeah. Oh, is that the Itty Bitty Homestead? Yep. Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, we we looked at that when we were scouting out. Thank you, Cotton Gin. Cotton Gin plus plus. Cotton Gin got the link. <laughs> Somebody plus plus that man. I would do it, but I always spell it wrong. I don't know what it is with my stony ass. No, I'm just kidding. I did it right. Also, we will have all these links in the show notes. That's right. The show notes going to be just like plugs from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Nugs and plugs. The, That's our show, basically. The, in a this nutshell. is an advertisement exclusive podcast. This is all <laughs> advertisement. This is this is value returned in a community style, man. That's what I love about all of it, man. I was uh, I just did Tom Starkweather's podcast, Melodious, Melodious Owls, uh, on Wednesday. Right? It was Wednesday. Yes. I believe so. And uh, God, this whole week is like one big long day for me. It still feels like the end of a very long Monday. 
But uh, yeah, I just love this whole collaborative atmosphere. You know, we're just everybody I've met in this fucking IRC right here, and through this listening to this orbit of shows has just been yeah. Everybody's bringing something to the table. Everybody has something that they can do that is uh, a little bit special. It's it's coding, it's music, it's artwork, and uh, there's nothing else other than those three things. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pretty much, uh, we just got to get a guy that builds houses and another guy that manufactures vehicles of both land mm. and air and sea. <laughs> and then we're set. We're set. We don't need any more motherfuckers. Uh, How hard can it be to build a house? I mean, really. Do you think you could build a house? So hard. I hear um, there's 3D printers. I've done a... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but you're so small. Like, that's not that's not fair for everybody else that you can fit in. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you can 3D print your house. Uh, <laughs> I am very fortunate. I just need a small hobbit hole. <laughs> I used to do... I was a apprentice for a framework carpenter in high school. We did like residential oh, nice. framework construction. Nice. So I've fucked around with a bit of it, but uh, I've, that's one of my, I have a few like long-term one time in life bucket list things. And one of them is to get a pilot's license. And one of them is to build a house. I think it would be tight to just get the land that you want and then build the house that you want on the land that you want. Yeah, uh, You should mention that. But uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're looking at land right now and talking about we we're trying to figure out how to do it like now. Yeah. Uh, if not now then like a year from now within the next year. But, yeah, we have like this 5 to it's getting closer to 4 year plan that we've been envisioning for a while, you know. Oh yeah. Um yeah, and it uh, we we're just in the dig in and uh grow your nut stage right now, but grow your nut? Yeah, grow your nut. <laughs> That's a turn of phrase. You gotta grow your nut, yeah. Why do you grow your nut? So that you can trade it for a bigger house or whatever, you know. Your nut. Well, there's two things. Your nut is either like just the money that you have or the assets that you have, or uh, more so commonly, it's a make phrase. This phrase up. No, or is no people use it. It's th- more this commonly is legacy English. It's like you know, cool kids street slang stuff. Stuff I don't know. It's like words people use. Humans I know. Grow your nut. <laughs> your nut is more often referred to, though, as like the money that a business or an operation has to make w- in a month's time or in a week's time or whatever. Like if you say my my nut for a week is it's basically like your whole payroll and whatever, like what it costs you to operate one week. That's the more frequent used term of my nut. Is this what they taught you in college? Oh, no, I didn't teach, they don't teach you shit in college. Oh, they taught me all of the racial slurs in college, actually. That's true. That was part of the oh. multicultural journalism class what are the, I took. Tell us what the coolest ones are. Banana. <laughs> I never heard that one. Banana was a new one for me, for sure. Yeah. That's a racial slur? Yeah. And for Asians. They, right? said, for Asians? they said that a banana is a racial slur for someone who... Is Asian who acts and sounds white, so like who doesn't have like an Asian characteristics, like they don't have an Asian accent, so you call them a banana because they're white on the inside and yellow on the outside. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I had no idea that this was even a thing until I went to uh, J two thousand is the class they teach at Mizzou. 
that teaches you this and other fucking absurd shit. And they start you off with the good stuff. I would say probably 70% of all the racial slurs I'm aware of, I learned at Mizzou for the first time in my life when I was 18. Yeah, from actual racists. That's how his fucking shit works. I know, it's fucking insane, man. <laughs> it's insane. Like, yeah, I mean, you they want to stamp racism from... out of you by like teaching you everything they know about it, which is a, an alarming yeah. amount. Like, yeah. they college know, is like prison for racists. That's they know you go shit about an expert on racism. These people know shit yeah. about racism that almost seems like made up. It's so out there and fantastical. Yeah. Like, it's, like banana. It's like it's Come racism on. esoterica. It's crazy, man. Like, so I, I don't want to hear shit about tarot cards or I Ching or anything like that that those behind the schemesters do. <laughs> we stick to the Magic 8 Ball, in fact. Yes, we have one right here in the bowl. It's, uh, it's here. But it's been giving me coy answers lately, so I don't know what use it is of, uh, of late. A- ask it if uh, we should sell everything and buy land now. Oh, shit. Hey, Magic 8 Ball. I don't know if you heard Tunta, because I have my cans on, but he's asking if they should sell everything and just buy land now. Uh, let's see, the blue die is kind of floating up toward the viewing window. Shake, shake, shake. Come on, baby. Shake, shake, shake. Shake that eight ball. You may rely on it. Wow, you may rely on it. That seems pretty strong. Yeah, there. <laughs> now is the time. Excuse me? What? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, you may rely on it. You gave me the reading? Yeah, that was what it yeah. said. You may rely on it. Come on, man. That's one of the classic eight ball uh, affirmative responses, dude. He's speechless. Do you even eight ball? <laughs> I wasn't I don't know here if for I've a ever moment. seen you speechless. You may no, rely I wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't here for a moment. Oh, I, where I, did I you go? Somewhere else. Huh? <laughs> where did you go? I don't know. I wasn't here. And then I came back and he said that he'd, uh, that's probably a sign that it's not time. That's like when you get a reverse tarot card. They're if the fucking eight ball full speaks, of shit. But you don't, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. No, you might be correct. I was here one moment and the next moment you were telling me that the eight ball had spoken, but I didn't get the message. Yeah. If you were whisked away at the time of the announcement, then that's probably in and of itself a sign, I would say. Well, shit. But maybe you'll listen to this podcast again one day and you won't even remember this conversation until it happens and you'll hear the reading and then you'll be like, fuck, it is time now. But, you know, <laughs> that's someday. It's not tonight. It's night See, you just uh, relax. Here, here you're with go. your buds. You're in the bowl. It's all that's, chilling, man. That's, that's the nowism coming back. Hey, bingo. Yes. Correct. Now is forever. Now is forever. Because we podcast. That's like the new Descartes, man. I podcast therefore i am in now forever Woo! ah ski 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 uh, <laughs> lavish <laughs> lavish says with six 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 sets sell your bitcoin invest in elderberry all <laughs> <laughs> cash baby now that is not financial <clears throat> or legal or medical advice but it is a weird bubble in my throat holy shit shout out the cheesy biscuits and her heidi here Shouts out, shouts out. Now, are you planning to accept any cryptos for the uh, gummies? Ooh. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. That's a thing you could do. 
Uh, yeah, the, the answer is yes. Sats for gummies. But, but that's another thought I've had in my head that I haven't actually told her yet. Okay. <laughs> well, here we are. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we can help. Uh, we can help. You can for sure. You can build uh, a. You can build your own bank out of a f- uh, computer chip, basically. Essentially, a little board, like a a board the size of your wallet. That's a Raspberry Pi. You can build a bank out of one. It's fucking awesome. Then you don't need like some asshole's bank who's gonna suck and siphon all of your wealth away as it sits over there under his total control night and day. How far away are we from all of society just being comprised of van dwellers running wild on <laughs> broken interstates and robbing each other for their crypto wallets? Eh, I don't know, man. I think that the... It's now? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the eight ball. Is it now? <laughs> Eightball doesn't know anything, man. Look at this thing. It's sitting here cockeyed looking at me like, why you shake me all the time? It makes me dizzy. <laughs> is it now? It is decidedly so. Yes, of course it's now. Well, it, ha- it hasn't really failed me. It's just been being coy lately, so I'm kind of like throwing shade at it. Yeah, it's decidedly so. Of course it's now. It was now when you asked me last time, and it's still now now. Well, how could it have been last time if it's now? Because it's this time last time. Oh, man. Is this a time travel episode? Those are always... They never make any sense. <laughs> they never make any sense. I mean, we're with Dame DeLorean. Of course it's a time travel episode. hey Is that a Lorian? That's the DeLorean. The twist oh. is they're all time travel episodes. You just haven't been aware. Duh, I, I don't know why. I never put that together. No. DeLorean. Yeah. DeLorean. Can, so, you, can you hit me with that? Hit me, hit me with hit, hit it with the DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah. DeLorean. Is that Dame how Dame DeLorean. <laughs> nah, I didn't feel it. it was forced. I'm I'm forcing you. My bad. Now you're a forcer, aren't you? You got like you were trying to make me sing the other night. I was. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? You no. were like. <laughs> you were like. Come on, Spencer, you sing. And I was like. <laughs> I was like not saying words probably even. And you were like. We know you can sing. Sing for us. Sing for us. And you were like really building it up. And I was like, man, I only sing when people tell me not to sing. You got to be like, <laughs> don't you dare sing, you son of a bitch. And then I'll be like, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, like no, I, I don't remember that. I do remember uh, Nick the Rat before last. I demanded he show us his cock. <laughs> <laughs> you get this guy two whiskeys in and he's like, Show me your penis. Make a penis gummy. More <laughs> penis. Come penis. <laughs> yeah, Lavish had a really good insight uh, some time ago that dudes are way more into penises than than chicks. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not like wowie zowie about penis. I don't know. I love penis. <laughs> Feet come oh, before penis for me for maybe sure. Maybe you're a dude. Feet are. Oh, I'm totally a dude. That's for sure. But not a dude with a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I just go by dude. <laughs> dude looks like a lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. What what else do you bake or make, Mousy? It can't be just gummies. I know you're not a one trick pony kind of gal. Uh I've got lots of tricks. Yes. I knew it. I knew I you know. had the tricks. Um like everything? Yeah, everything. She, yeah. Now that is impressive. Uh, I mean, really. Well, what's She's your favorite handy. favorite three most recently? Favorite three 
things that I've made in the kitchen yeah. recently. Yeah. Favorite things to eat. Favorite things to eat. The apple that dumplings I came home to were pretty fucking good. Oh, oh yeah. I did make oh, apple dumplings shit. today. Yum. And I got a video of them bubbling. <laughs> nice. <laughs> came out of the oven. Will we see that on the... Sure, yeah. I can upload it. On the No Agenda Tube or yeah. maybe the social? Yeah, I'll, that sounds I'll upload fun. it on the social. My kitchen is such a disaster that it belongs on no video, but it can make <laughs> it can make wonderful things. <laughs> for sure. I the thing I love the most though is smoking meat. The back porch smoker. It takes so long, but god damn it is so good when it's done. Do you ever smoke cheese? I've not smoked cheese, no. Oh, you, I've had you smoked cheese before. It's fucking tasty, but I've never yeah. smoked it myself. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. I smoke peppers. Ooh. Which is great. Okay. I've made chipotles. You just smoke uh, the extra ripe jalapenos and they start turning red, you know? Yeah. Because we had a garden, a little little garden. C-Dubs uh, smokes weed. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys knew this. <laughs> he is in uh, the bowl and uh, he smokes weed on his back porch <laughs> in his smoker. He just pewed. Yes. Oh, by the way, he did pew and say, time exists, Bitcoin proves it. Um, and there you have it. 3369, by the way, from Cotton Gin right before that. Because they're on fire over here, dude. Smoked butter? Smoked butter? I've never heard of that. That sounds like some Detroit fairground shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard of fried butter, which seems also to be Oof. some sort of, of abomination. Butter. Brown butter. What's brown butter? Well, it's browned. Oh, browned. You brown it. <laughs> I see. Um, so you just, you know, you like put it in the pan and let it melt. Uh, and if you let it sit there long enough, it actually does turn like a brownish caramel <laughs> color oh, as yeah. opposed to the, it's from the real back pale yellow the color. and it it starts getting like this nutty smell and and flavor to it it's really good yeah that's the back part all right that's the back strap (laughs) brown and nutty brown and nutty oh man it's delicious (laughs) it sounds tasty actually i've had butter go like that on me before but i just thought like ah i fucked it up or something you know yeah yeah shit i burned the butter yeah but if you do it and don't burn all the way and just brown it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want the heat up too high. You're talking strategy. Yeah. Interesting. I've never, I always hear these meme headlines about state fairs kind of anywhere in the Midwest because they do them at all the state fairs, but they'll run like the state near you, state fair, fried butter. Dude, and, I grew up so fucking backwards that I thought that the state fair was a big ordeal. That I couldn't even get to. I never went to the state fair. I was limited to the county fairs. Oh, like Carnegie Hall level, like Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall is the state fair. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I put the the state fair on a pedestal. Although yeah. I must say, George Jones came to the the county fair. County. He wasn't alive, but they brought him out. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Just propped him up there. <laughs> In fact, now that I think about it, it, was just a dead possum. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn, man. Just was a dead possum. Uh, I remember seeing pig races at the state fair. That was fun. Oh, I, And they always have it in the hottest four days of the year here in Sedalia, Missouri. But, they got to carry old people out on golf carts because they're fainting left and right. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, we have home video that we were watching recently from a, a 4th of July festival at the park, just like a small village festival. And they had, uh, they were doing the, like the pig catching thing. Oh, what's that called? Oh yeah. You, like, you, you grease, grease them up. Grease and... pig. Yeah. 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 And they fucking broke a pig. Oh no. Aww. Yeah. They broke the pig. Like jumping like, on it and grabbing it. Well, yeah. Wow. That's they're not indestructible. You no, can break them for sure. Wow. That's too bad. They have to give him the uh, business or whatever, make him uh, make it start making bacon real quick. Uh, that's as far as I could tell, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, weren't they? Didn't they have like a pig roast? Later? Yeah, <laughs> I think they fucking ate the pig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Can't let oh, it, the good old days can't let the pig go to waste, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too bad though. It's like a weird time in the the, the end of your life here. <laughs> grease you up and chase you around a pin yeah that sucks yeah like your last moments just being in like pure terror being chased by greased up hillbillies because you wouldn't think of yourself as being greased no there's uh why don't they just pick a fat guy you know grease him up have him run around naked and then catch him (laughs) yeah that would be just as entertaining but then you can get someone who can actually sign a consent form and like agree to do the goddamn thing Instead of a pig who's like trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, doesn't speak English. Seems more fair, I guess, to me. Yeah, it seems more sporty. And then you can still do the pig roast, obviously, but you just you don't have to freak the pig what out the fuck, first. Man, you're you're gonna put a big old fat guy on the spit? No, 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 not the fat guy roast, just the pig roast. Like oh. you still eat the pig, like you just you know you kill him oh, a little right. more more with some a little more style and grace. You kill the pig. Yeah, like. You befriend the pig first, and you you gain his trust. So then you betray him and chop his head off. You just give him a kind of like the at the end of mice and men kind of thing, you know. Just take him out to the side <laughs> of his stream and just you know. Or you whisper into his ear that everything is going to be okay, and yeah. then you inject him <laughs> with a death serum. No, you can't uh, inject him. You inject him with butter, but that's after the job's been done. Man. <laughs> that's after the after. job's been done. <laughs> Abel Kirby says, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Grease Fat Man. Yeah, definitely. Big knocker. That's uh, that's coming soon to your next county fair. We can't go straight to state with that one. Wouldn't work out. <laughs> yeah. See, the pig races they did at my state fair, they're just cute little pig race. And it was like smaller pigs. It's like the young pigs. And they just race around this little loop, you know. Like the, the pigs raced each other? Yeah, there was like four pigs. They were com- competitive pigs? That's right, yeah. How do you motivate a, a pig to race? With a pig Newton at the end. They called it that. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, they called it a pig Newton. But there was four different fig Newtons, obviously. We're all adults here. We know it's a fig Newton. Four little fig Newtons, like, side by side at the finish line. And these pigs, like, you know, they'd done this before many times. So they know that there's that fucking little thingy at the end. They get to go, honk, and eat up. Nice pig, so bro. they drop that gate. <laughs> Those pigs just take off, and they're all trying to get to that fucking little treat at the end. Something to see, oh, man. Wow. It's it's the cutest goddamn thing. Now, Lorian, tell us about your pig races. Oh, I've never been to a fair. The closest thing I can think of is I went to the Jesse James Festival, and they had dogs jumping into swimming pools. Oh, yeah. Like, what right. dog can jump the farthest? <laughs> that was cute. You ever, you ever see one of them? The dog jump things? No. It's cool, man. I'd recommend it. They get this dock, like this long runway thing that's carpeted in, you know, those industrial bullshit carpet that 
can't be destroyed that's in like a lot of office spaces. Well, the dog runs down the uh, runway thing, and then their trainer just like throws a buoy out and up into the air, and the dog is like motivated to jump and grab the buoy in the air, and then there's this like long measuring stick behind him in the background and the picture goes off so they can see how far the dog jumps before hitting the water. It's a big tank of water. They jump in. It's the coolest shit, man. The dog's having a lot of fun. It's like running and leaping. And they're flying. What are are the breeds that are known to be good jumpers? Well, when I watched the Australian shepherds were kicking ass. Yeah, that makes sense. They're basically dingoes, right? I feel like there's some whippets out there doing it too. If it's isn't that like a greyhound type of dog? Yeah, they kind of look similar. Yeah, what kind of dogs you got there? Used twos. We have uh, miniature Aussie doodles. So, oh, you got three of the same. Well, we got a <laughs> three quarters miniature poodle, one quarter Australian Shepherd uh, together. It was a boy, and then we got a miniature Australian Shepherd mutt who was a girl, and we woke up one day and they were stuck together. And they, (laughs) so then we had puppies and we kept one of the puppies and gave the rest to family and close family friends. Yeah, they all stayed in the, yeah, they're all in the the orbit. In the orbit. We have puppy reunions, we call them. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. (laughs) That's sweet. That's nice. A a strong family is, it's really what's missing in today's world, you know? This is true. True. Yep. This is true, man. The foundation. I know, isn't that crazy? It's like normal to have all this like splintered and fucked up and for Thanksgiving type family, you know? Like everybody does that now. Now I don't even eat turkey. <sighs> I, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mousy Bear is a vegetarian and uh, she makes uh, gummies for the people. And she makes me meat. Turkey and meat. Yeah, and last is it Thanksgiving half- I told your mom I was going to make the turkey. Yeah, and she'll do it really well. I bet. I bet you'd be good at it. <laughs> Booberry! I bet you'd be so good. What's up, at it. boobs? Oh, boobs in the bowl. My favorite thing to be in the bowl is boobs, of course. Everyone knows Under that. the boobs. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, just curious, how long have you been vegetarian? Um, about 15 years. Nice. That's a long time. Yeah. And I always hear different reasons for. Uh, vegetarianism. It's like his militarianism, but you got vegetarianism. <laughs> it's just like a different flavor of a similar thing where people get into it for different reasons. Some of it just like uh, personal choice things. Some people are like highly convicted about it. Other people just like are like, no, nah, I never really liked meat. It just never appealed to me. Are you like somewhere in between or? Um, highly convicted, I would say. Okay. Um, I. I consider myself a pretty passionate person. Um, there's only a few things that I'm really care about, but those things that I care about, I'm passionate about. Uh, and about 15 years ago, I became aware of um, the meat industry and uh, how horrible it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I went cold turkey. I just I couldn't do it anymore. And yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean it's a personal decision that's morally based sure. but um, you know I, I will I will make it and serve it to other people which is actually a, a fairly new development okay. on my end that's I used to refuse <laughs> um, and curiously like 
would you consider or eat or prefer to prepare even if you didn't eat like uh ethically raised and slaughtered animals versus you know like hunting for a deer or a rabbit for instance or a farm raised uh in the traditional way cattle yeah i'm absolutely um and if i can get my hands on anything like that then that's what i buy for my family but we haven't found any greased up yet to chase down. Right. <laughs> it's the tough thing to find is good meat, I've noticed. And it is. Uh, I know that Adam's been talking about uh, better sourced beef. When I went to this uh, Bitcoin meeting, another guy there, he gave he brought this little beef package and it got uh, ra- not raffled, but, you know, draw your name out of a hat. It was like given away a drawing. Yeah draw the name out of a hat they give it away in a drawing is what i'm trying to say here in the bowl and uh he's got this company beefblock.io i was looking and um they're doing uh local cattle and local ranchers so that's really where i want to be too i'm just uh the meat prices are so ridiculous man yeah they are for the just this like uh miserable animal that you get at the end like that didn't have a quality existence and didn't, as such, has not, you know, it's not quality food. Well, it's, yeah, it's not good for us. That's always been my take as well and why I've always supported her, even though I I still eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I was in a, a warehouse once and I was doing inventory on some other things that my company had shipped there. But they had these giant, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like totes. That were overflowing with uh, airheads. It was in Florence, Kentucky, which is apparently where the airheads, like taffy factory, is. And I was asking, I asked the people who ran the place what was up with all the the taffy that was in all these totes and spilling out, and like the had like this sickly sweet smell in the warehouse. And Mm. they're like, oh yeah, it's from the airheads factory, and all the rejected taffy that you know can't make it into the stores. They store it here, and then they uh, sell it to cattle ranchers oh, to Jesus. help fatten up the, the cattle. Oh, That's fucking it, nasty, yeah. dude. But all of our food is like that, too. Like, uh, Boo Berry uh, posted or showed us a picture recently of his uh, Coke Starlight. And I was looking at the ingredients from the picture he posted, and there's uh, some shit in there that is a precursor to the dopamine. And as far as huh. I can tell, there's no other reason for it to be there. So I just have to assume that they realize that like they've already got it jam-packed full of sugar. They've got caffeine in there. So then if they put the precursor to dopamine, you can make even more dopamine. And then it says on the bottle, tastes like space. Tastes like space. Oh, God. Is that the Cosmic Coke or whatever? This is? is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I was at the Wally World and I saw it. It was like everywhere. Uh, don't fucking touch it, man. I won't. That's how they get you. I don't, and I won't. Yeah. Yeah, the seed is corrupt indeed. The bread is fake, and the flour is fake. It's all fake. Half of it's wood pulp. They're trying to fucking kill you. They're going to fatten you up so that you can't run away very well when they grease you, and then they're going <laughs> to chase you down. And your last moments on this planet, on this earth, before you separate from your mortal coil are going to be you greased up, terrified, as the satanocratic elites crush you under their globalist weight and power. And everyone's like, ah, right, cool, kinky, yeah, right, ah, nice, right. (laughs) 
the very end of it, man. You sold it well, though. You make it sound fun. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, God damn it. No, we're, we're trying to fix all of it, man. We've got to fix our money. We've got to fix our food. We've got to fix our families. We've got to fix the job situation, the way we live. We got to fix the way that we take care of each other, provide value to each other. We got to fix the places that we live. We got to fix the cities that we are trapped in. And all of this has to happen like pretty goddamn quick and all of it at once, man. Like, you know, Spencer, I totally agree. And there was a very wise man who once said, you got to look at the man in the mirror and you got to start with yourself to make a change. And you know what they did? They fucking killed him. It's not racist. It's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah man that's kind of the that's what happens to guys who uh start waking like i don't know that's why i don't want to wake people up i'm very i've like given up on that i've like nah, left you it can't i've you left can't. it behind you know i'm like fuck dude i have all of this shit that i need to build myself i don't really have my own shit figured out yet like i can't no, be spending that's... time telling other people that they're totally lost and trapped because oh and it's not yours anyways you you have your awakening yeah I, I've been really fixated lately on this internal and external concept, like within and without, because I believe that internal to us is the universe and the spirit of God. That's this internal light that we all have. We all have a yearning to connect. If, if we are able to silence out the hunger in our attachments to the material world that we're living in, we all feel that yearning on the inside, but then we all have a vessel that we're traveling in that is the external and we all manifest a different external reality. So my awakening, although we share a common bond with this internal spirit that's guiding us, the external reality that we are manifesting takes a different form and shape. And that's what's so special about the life that we have is that we get to choose with our consciousness in the now what reality we are going to manifest that's our power as a human being that's our god-given blessing as a human being is to manifest the reality that we choose so it's not yours to look at somebody else and choose which reality they manifest you manifest yours and together we manifest this collective external reality and if and if we're very good then we can sync up and we can close that circuit between the external and internal realities It's not looking so good at the moment, guys. Well, you know, first of all, I want to say that was beautifully said. And second of all, uh, I happen to know, we happen to know a nice, obscure, niche group of weirdos who actually are coming closer than they ever had imagined possible to connecting just what you're saying. And we also see a path forward that allows us to get even closer to that. And that's why I'm so glad I met you guys out there because we're on the same thing. Like, this is the same. You feel it. You know it. You have your words for it, which are very beautiful and eloquent. And we've seen it and we know it. And we're trying to say the same sort of thing. And the people listening see it, feel it, heard it, smelt it, dealt it. You guys know it, man. Yeah, because it's inside of you. Exactly right. Yeah. And put whatever window dressing you want on it. You felt that yearning. And if you listened to it, you followed it, and you manifested the reality as a as a result. If you don't get corrupted by you know all these you know the material bullshit, which and that's what I think Satan is. Sure, mm. and that's why the gummies last fourteen days or less, guaranteed to go yeah, bad. Fucking Satan! 
That's damn you, Satan. We don't want this food that lasts a fucking year and like is still <laughs> true. Yeah, or like yeah, it's fucking yeah, it, cheeseburger it is from McDonald's for forty years is still like yeah. fine in the fridge because like it's no not fucking meant to last forever. No life form wants to consume it except for humans. <laughs> what the fuck is up with those things, man? Bro, I don't trust it. <laughs> I still put this shit in my body sometimes, but goddamn. Yeah, I do too. I, already, I do it all the time. I already know what's up. You know what I mean? That's my my biggest vice, man. Mm-hmm. It's food. Yeah, it's man. not real food. And I feel so much better when I have real shit. I know real shit. I just it's very oh. it's very hard to find. It takes effort and money, and some things I just run out of. You know, effort and money. Yeah, so. I run out of effort most commonly. No doubt. It's the first, it's the easiest thing, especially when you're expending a lot of it already. It's easy to run out of it. You're always putting it forth, you know? It's not necessarily a bad sign uh, because it, it means you're doing shit, you know? It means you're getting out there and it means you're putting it out. But, boy, we got to, I guess, help each other build better systems and... Uh, yeah, man, we got to build yeah. back better. Ah, shit, they got us. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. No, I think we take Taiwan while no one's looking. Yeah. <laughs> That's, the lavish, That's the Lavish move. and Cotton Gin are claiming to be angelically squeaky clean in their morals. Mm. So when they sing that Hooba Stink song at karaoke, they go, I'm a perfect person. <laughs> There's nothing wrong I have ever done. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Bunch of angels, all of them. It's true. I agree. I I can't even argue with it. Yeah, they just look skeevy. They're not actually skeevy. They're nice boys. They're nice boys. They're good boys. You gotta respect the boys. Yeah, that's right. Do we have any voicemails? Oh, I should oh, check. Shit. That's a good thing to check, isn't it? Uh, there may be a voicemail. In fact, you could even put one right into our mailbox by calling. Call eight one six. Six zero seven three six six three, and the play of was made long. Bowl after bowl, yes, bowl It's already in your contacts as a saved number, so you don't really need me to say the number. You just type B O. W and we pop up and you tap call and uh, you get into the voicemail line just like this caller did. If the show was called Foot After Foot, I'd have an even more banging erection. Hey! I have a question for Tunsa and Mousy Bear. What are your favorite types of movies to watch together? And uh, in the whoop whoop. All right, whoop whoop. Uh, <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> that caller, that voicemail was wearing face paint. <laughs> that was a uh, jug of mail <laughs> straight to you yeah what's your favorite time to uh, what's your favorite type of movie to watch together when you whoop whoop I think was the question uh, I think just Ace Ventura Pet Detective over and over again nice no, no you always fall asleep <laughs> hey I stay up for the first 15 minutes, and then I'm done. It's not, it's not whoop, whoop. It's more of whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Got whooped. Whooped out on the couch. 
Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Is that the movie you've seen the most times? Um, I watched it a lot as a kid. <laughs> it's a decent one for sure. Decent one. We had a follow-up from the same caller. I don't know if you want to hear any more from him. No. I forgot one of my other zingers. Oh, too bad. I've never done a bidet, yeah. but I do one, which is technically not true because I have used the bidet before, and it's a pretty... Mm, Intimate. It's a pretty good experience, but... Intimate is the word. You got to be careful because you don't want that. Uh, you don't want to turn it into meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, there's a boost. What do you call a fallen apple? Ooh, he boosted a first know. half of a joke. Abel Kirby, eighty-eight, eighty-eight. What do you call a fallen apple? Uh, I've never done a bidet. I'd what? do one. That's exactly how I feel. The answer is on the helipad. Oh, the answer is on the helipad. Now, that's a hilarious thing of the bot. We've been testing the bot out in IRC, right? And sometimes uh, the string is cut short and we're trying to figure out, like, the use cases and why. So the helipad has the answer, but the IRC bot merely has the question of the joke. Uh, the answer, indeed, is fruit by the foot. <laughs> Fallen apple. It's fruit by, fruit by the foot. <laughs> Come on, guys. Where we at? Come on, that was... That was prime. <laughs> that was after that killed. Come on, that killed. Chugaberry. Chugaberry. Chugaberry in the bowl. That's very I, funny. It hid, yeah. the, hid the answer of the joke. I thought it was like a riddle more than a joke. Yeah, me too. I was really thinking about it. You know, speaking of bidets, again, I, I've realized lately that if uh, if my stomach isn't right and I drink sparkling water, it's kind of like using a bidet, except for I'm using it from the other side. And <laughs> bidet from the inside. Yeah, yeah. It's like the pull rather than the push. Exactly. I would imagine, like, I've never done a bidet. I do one, like, with and without irony, both. But I would just imagine they feel better on the whole. On the 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 bee hole? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just better on the whole. The whole bee hole, yes, absolutely. Just what I want to say is I'm trying to try one, man. Oh, Can that's you, why. If you have a bidet I can oh. borrow, just call 816-607-3663 and tell me where to show up to spray my beehole. Welcome to Debbie's Used Bidet Emporium off of I-70, <laughs> exit 68. Scented, lightly scented, or not scented. Which would you prefer? We got used bidets galore down at Debbie's Used Bidet Emporium. Um... <laughs> We did have a caller. Show us your booberry. <laughs> oh, show us your booberry. Show us your booberry. See it? There it is. Whoa. We showed him. Nice. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, I would say. I couldn't find button, it. Button, button. Where's the button? Listen, you motherfuckers. I can't find it. <laughs> it's okay. How stupid have we been? How stupid have we been? I don't know. I must have, uh, I must have misplaced that one. What can I say? We could all share a moment of silence for the dead clip. <laughs> what was the clip you were searching for? Uh, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> I'm older now. That was a really oh, good one. and I literally just... So far tonight, I'm average. That's the one. You made it appear. <laughs> wow. There's weird Congratulations. You have found the clip. There's weird freaky shit going on in the bowl, man. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Favorite position. Tune to first go favorite position. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you don't have one, you like them all the same. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't want him to come and arrest me. <laughs> well, we know it's not the foot, uh, the Freddy foot job, obviously. That's been <laughs> totally stricken. That's all right. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know. It was a sensitive <laughs> question. Wow. You know, I got froze up on me. Okay. Uh, right. we've, dude, we've been married for 12 years, and I know exactly where to put her and me so that the parts are just right. Nice. <laughs> and I have lots of data to. To support that, it's not. So you're saying it's an unconventional. There's the, there's no name for this move, this position. It, it's a modified missionary. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Information has come to light. There's um, there's this part of the. Not only do I know the exact position, but I know the exact an anatomical like mechanism that is happening. Ooh. Are you familiar with the fornix? The fornix. Yeah. Is that another name for something? Uh, no, you, you you pass the cervix and the fornix is there's oh, like the okay, the, it's like a specific part of the back end, and that's the spot. Okay, it's like the G spot. It's not like in. I'm. I I'm well aware of the cervix for sure. The for uh, forix as you call it. Fornix. Fornix. Yeah. Two nicks. Four nicks. Six nicks. A dollar. Yeah. It's and that sweet spot makes her holler. Yep. Okay. Now <laughs> now I'll remember it for sure. Mine is sixty nine. I always love that one. Mousy, are you you in agreement? You have the same, I guess. If he knows right where it's at, is he correct? I assume you you agree. Oh, I was going to say 69. Yes! But I didn't know if that would, like, uh, pass for a position. 69! 69, dudes! Only passes for the best position ever invented by weird humans. (laughs) I love the 69. That's my birthday. It's true. You were born on the 69th of what month? Yep, exactly. <laughs> the ninth day of the sixth month. Is that all oh, that? That's Six, a nine. Unix time stamp. You yeah. were born on <laughs> Unix time. <laughs> that's right. So I only get a birthday every four years or when there's a software update, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I'm then fine everybody else crashes. What about you? Oh, you know mine. Cowgirl. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't say yours. You got, everyone has to speak for themselves. Everyone speaks for themselves in the bowl. Yeah, everybody has to have their That's own That's why awakening. I'm not writing promises for Nick the Rat. <laughs> That's why, you know, everybody speaks for themselves, man. That's all. That's all. Well, shit, man. It's been... We're coming up on two hours, man. It's been a crazy time here in the bowl. It's been... Uh, time always flies when you get good buds hanging out with you. <laughs> and I just want to thank you guys so much for coming and joining us and having such a grand time. Thank you for having us. Anytime, you guys. Yeah, we'd like to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll put you on uh, the regular list of cool vetted people who we don't have to kick off forever. Oh, wow, you can get kicked off? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've never heard of these people because we actually erased them from the past of time. DeLorean has a way of doing it. Not, not my business, but yeah. The episode number goes away and everything. If you suck, man, in the bowl, it's like you never existed. But you didn't suck. You killed it. You guys killed it. It was an awesome show. You guys get the passion. You brought the flavor. Uh, you brought the love and hate for feet together in one bowl. I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out and listening and boosting and having just a grand old time with it. Uh, We will be back at it on Tuesday night 
9 o'clock central. You know the place. You know the time. Right after DH Unplugged. Till then, I'll be Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'll be Dame DeLorean. Until the next bowl, may your bowls burn ever brighter. That's why his body fell apart. Hello. <laughs> yeah, a lot of twisty and kicky stuff. Bowl after bowl. Lorian Spencer.